Hey there, everyone. It's Camber here with YoPro in the Know. Thanks for joining us today. We are here today with Ryan Thorne, 33-year-old founder and CEO at Thorne Ambulance Service here in Greenville, South Carolina. You may have seen one of his connections, Adam Jennings, who was an interview of ours, one of the first of our podcast and video series a couple of months back. Adam connected us with Ryan, and so we're so excited to have you today. Well, thank you for having me. Appreciate well, it. Let's get started, Ryan, today by giving us a brief background on yourself, where you're from, how old you are, um, and what you're currently doing, and then we'll dive into some of those details. Sure, yeah. So, so again, I'm 33 years old, and uh, I am the founder and CEO of Thorny Ambulance Service. Got that started a um, little over 10 years ago now, uh, but I'm originally from Simsbury, Connecticut, actually. So I'm from the- Fellow um, Northerner. Nice. Yes, yes. So I'm a New Englander and moved down to Greenville, South Carolina in 2007. And as a big Red Sox fan, I was a huge fan of the fact that they had the Greenville Drive here. They have a miniature Fenway Park. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so there were a lot of things that drew me to the area. Obviously, cost of living, uh, the fact that I no longer own a snow shovel. Um, all those things contributed to my decision to move south and uh, became very involved in the healthcare industry here. And over time, just decided it was, it was time for me to start my own ambulance service. Great. So what were you doing before you started your ambulance service and what prompted you to start it? So I was a paramedic and so primarily worked for a 911 system uh, in a nearby and uh, adjacent county to Greenville and very high volume system, had a lot of great experience over there. And I had also previously worked in the private sector in, um, in the Boston area, I worked for a large family owned and operated ambulance service there. And so I saw a lot of different sides and, and the various facets of the ambulance industry. And unfortunately, I had a lot of negative run-ins with private ambulance services in South Carolina. I just saw a lot of things that I didn't like. I didn't feel that it was uh, very representative of what I envisioned our industry to be. And so at 22 years old, I made the decision, the, the difficult decision to jump out on my own and to try to start my own ambulance service. Great. Um, at 22 years old, I mean, that's, that's young to do something like this. What, what do you think did like, was it courage? Was it, you know, like what kind of prompted you? I guess I'll ask that again. Um, and, but this time in a different capacity, you know, what yeah. was it about, you know, your 22 year old self that you felt comfortable doing something like that? Well, I think I was really naive. I think if you, if you look, you know, now, I don't know that I would have taken such a leap of faith now as I would have at 22. But what it really boiled down to is I was incredibly passionate about the industry. I loved and still to this day love what I do, uh, but I just felt it could be done so much better than what I was actually seeing and experiencing myself. And so I had a, a kind of a small network of EMTs and paramedics that I, I got to know really well over the years of working with them and finally pitched the idea to them that this is what I would love to do. And they were all on board. And I remember um, my first employee actually lives uh, down the street in my neighborhood. And I just showed up at his door one day with a uniform shirt and said, it's time, let's do this. <laughs> and he was on board from day one. That's really cool. So over the last 10 years, how have you grown? How many employees do you have now? What have you learned being, by being a business owner? Yes. Yeah, so so the, the number of staff fluctuates based on part-time staff helping out with EMTs and whatnot. But right now, uh, we try to aim to be between 85 and 90 team members uh, in the upstate. We operate from our Greenville headquarters, and then we also have a location in Lawrence, which is a pretty rural uh, county nearby to Greenville, for those who are unfamiliar with the area here. Uh, we right now are on track to do about 20,000 transports a year. And so that is wheelchair, uh, basic, and advanced life support ambulance transportation. 
Okay. And you said 20,000 transports a year. So what is, what's like the norm for some other companies in this same sector? Um, maybe half, maybe half really? that. So okay. we, we've definitely grown. And just to give you some context, our very first month that we were in operation, we had five transports for the entire month. Wow. And now we do that usually within the first hour of a, of a yeah. given workday. Wow. So what does your day-to-day look like now? Well, what's, what keeps it exciting and interesting for me, even 10 years into this, is the fact that every single day looks different. Um, I don't know. Some days I get pulled into dispatch and help out there if the phones are ringing off the hook. Uh, occasionally, I still jump out on the ambulance as a paramedic and help out there, although that becomes less and less frequent based on meeting schedules. And I do a lot more uh, as it relates to accounting, operations, billing. We have our own billing department. So it really is a, a drastic difference from Monday to Friday. It, I can be wearing a number of different hats. And while that can be stressful, at the same time, I find that to be really exciting, what keeps me engaged and excited about the work that I do. Absolutely. Um, so obviously, we are currently in the middle of a pandemic. And that I'm sure has, you know, well, actually, I'm not sure. That's what I'm going to ask you. Um, what how has that impacted your business? Do you feel like things have you know, increased, decreased? What does that look like? So most people are surprised to hear this, but we had a drastic decrease in volume among, uh, at the very start of the pandemic. So about the end of March, we started to see a drastic decrease in volume to the point of 30 to 40% below what we had uh, pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. And so we held out, held out, held out. We never laid off anyone. We kept every single person employed and engaged in the workforce, which I look back and I don't know how we did it, mm-hmm. uh, but we made it happen. And now our volume is actually at or greater than what it was pre-pandemic. Uh, the big difference for us is obviously the work environment has changed. The PPE requirements, while we carried PPE and utilized PPE prior to the pandemic, it is obviously much more widely used. Yeah. Uh, we have new protocols and new procedures that we, we employ. Uh, and we also have our crew members come in earlier and uh, in order to kind of decontaminate their, their ambulance in advance and also provide them additional time between transports above and beyond what we were doing uh, just to create the safest and cleanest environment for not only our staff, but the very patients that we serve. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that is really interesting. I am surprised to hear that um, yes. at the beginning of pandemic, but all of the rest, I mean, everything else you've said makes sense. Absolutely. Um, all right. Going back 10 years. So you've been in the young professional world for 10 plus years and you've probably learned a lot as you've mentioned over those 10 (laughs) plus years. Um, What's something that you would tell yourself 10 years ago uh, if you, you know, could do things over? I would just say things will get better uh, because every time you hit a roadblock, really what that is, is it's just preparing you for the next leap. So every hurdle you come up to, you're just preparing for that next jump ahead. Mm -hmm. And so now, uh, you know, Today, you know, present day me, I look at challenges now and think, okay, what great thing is about to happen because of the challenge that I'm enduring right now? Whereas 10 years ago, it just felt like, you know, I was just kind of constantly getting rocks thrown at me and things just did not ever seem to work out. But really what that was doing is it was not only helping the organization become more resilient, but it was helping me become more resilient as an individual in preparing for my leadership journey uh, over the past decade. Mm -hmm. I like that a lot. Every roadblock is just preparing you for that next leap. And I, I think it's something that, I mean, I'm, so I'm about to be 25 and so obviously haven't been in the young professional world as long as you and some of the other people that we've, that we've interviewed before. But I think 
right at the beginning, you are so naive and you, you, you know, when one thing happens, like my first career and I was just like, you know, devastated, but right. it's led me to where I am now, which is a place where I am absolutely in love with. I love my job. I love, you know, right. what I get to do with Yopro. And so I think that's just really a testament. I think everyone has to experience that beginning phase, you know, like if you that's hadn't it. experienced that, then you wouldn't be where you are today. Um, right. that's really, really cool. Well, um, and I think it comes back down to also, uh, my, my father growing up, he's always been, uh, not only my father, but also a business mentor. And one of the things he would tell me is, you know, don't do something because you can make a lot of money at it. Do something because you love it. And eventually you'll find a way to make a, make an earning off of your passion. Right. And so I followed that from a very, very early age. And so I, that's why I feel I've been very fortunate to do what I've done uh, in such a short time. Absolutely. Um, well, I am mindful of time, so I have a few more questions for you, and then we'll wrap yes. things up, Ryan. Um, right. But can you talk, you've definitely touched on some of this a little bit, but can you talk about a specific hardship that you've had over the course of your young professional years and what you took away from that? Yes. Um, I've got a couple, but the, the big one then that I'll share with you based on time is I had a very bad motorcycle accident back in, um, I guess it was 2016. And it was three weeks prior to us implementing our first large scale hospital contract. And I was, I was wheelchair bound. I was in the, uh, in the hospital for a week. I had uh, multiple surgeries and it was just, it was awful. And as much as I tried to sit up in my hospital bed and type my emails out, uh, the pain medications plus the the temporary cast that yeah. I had on my arm kind of prevented those types of things from happening. But what I learned through that experience was we implemented that contract and it went off without a hitch. Everything went perfectly. And, and at that moment, I finally realized it's definitely not about me. It's about the team. And that just because I wasn't able to be a part of that implementation and as devastated as I was to not be a part of that, the team carried the torch. Mm -hmm. They stepped up to the plate. They did everything that needed to be done. And so you have to have a solid team of people surrounding you in order to be successful because you can't do everything by yourself. And so, um, again, it was not fun. It was, it was obviously very painful. And to sit on the sidelines during that and not even be able to come into the office at that point was very challenging. I'm sure. But the, but the team just stepped up and made it happen. And they've been performing. Um, you know, they were performing prior to that, but it was really the wake-up call for me to say, this team has it. They've got it together. Yeah, absolutely. Um, tell us what your trajectory looks like. What are the next steps for you, if you know? <laughs> Sky's the limit. And, and right now, for example, we've got about three large hospital systems in the state of South Carolina that are um, contacting us pretty regularly. We've had an opportunity, even in, in spite of the pandemic, um, been able to get out there and do a little bit of marketing and presenting to some of these hospitals. Right. And so things are looking very positive for us moving forward. Uh, the biggest challenge in our industry is there's a major workforce shortage of EMTs and paramedics. Mm -hmm. And so at this point, the greater challenge isn't so much how to go out and get the business because the opportunities are there. It's how do you grow and sustain a workforce at this point? Mm -hmm. And so that's why we've created some programs within our company where we actually will pay for people to go to EMT school and then we'll pay for them to go to paramedic school. Um, so there's a lot of opportunities that we offer even as a small family owned and operated business that you don't see at some of the larger ambulance providers. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's amazing. I, I was wondering, um, you know, in addition to the services you provide, what else do you do? And so you have these trainings, which is really amazing that you can offer that. Um, well, it's very clear that you have grown this company um, from the ground up. And it's really cool to say that, you know, you're right here in Greenville. So in my backyard, yes. 
Um, And that's really impressive. So I look forward to seeing what you can accomplish moving forward. And my last question for you um, is what inspires you? People. People inspire me. I I find that um, obviously you got to surround yourself with great people, but seeing other people successful is another driver for me. And so even when I have a competitor who is successful or can do something that we've been unable to do, um, that just further lights my fire and really helps me stay engaged and excited about what I'm doing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, short and sweet uh, answer and a good way to end the interview. So Ryan Thorne, thank you so much for being with us today. Really appreciate it. And, And thank you for the opportunity. This is great. I think what you're doing is fantastic and you're reaching a lot of people. So thank you. Thanks.